Welcome to the Old Souls and Seekers podcast brought to you by Satori Prime. If you're anything like us, you've been around and around the personal development and mindset block quite a few times. You've read the books, watched the videos, attended the seminars, and even worked with a coach or two, and yet you still find yourself searching for more. You may even feel stuck or that you should be farther along than where you are right now. And after doing over a decade of mindset work, we've come to this realization. Mindset work is like a small hit of dopamine that distracts you from your true work. You get these little hits of feeling better only to be met with the same underlying conditions and patterns over and over again. Now, mindset was an important part of your evolution as well as ours, but it hits a plateau and now you find yourself ready for that deeper layer of growth and expansion. If you're listening to this podcast, then you're ready to get off that Ferris wheel. This podcast is only for those that are ready to dive deep and do the real inner healing work. For those that are ready to move past more information into actual experiences. If you're looking for more understanding, then you've come to the wrong place. This is a home for old souls ready to fully embrace and remember who they truly are. Ready to make a profound difference in their lives and in the lives of others. So welcome home, dear one. We're excited to be part of your journey. All right, everybody. So uh, with that, the, the musical interlude, we are, uh, we're here to have a cool conversation. Um, it's something that we have been recognizing. So we're going to kind of call one out on ourselves here a little bit as well. Um, and we're going to talk today about the two pillars of personal development, the, the growing up work and the waking up work. And we're really going to break it down into what each one is, um, how to know which one you maybe want to be grasping towards at this moment in your life, um, the benefits of both, how they interplay with each other. So, uh, yeah, because what we realized is when we first kind of started doing personal development work, we were only training people on the growing up work. We were, we had no availability of the waking up work. And as we've been delving more into the waking up work, we've kind of just transitioned into doing that. Uh, but we're realizing that there's a, a profound necessity to have both in your life. Um, and we'll talk about when and where you can, uh, use them and things like that. But uh, we really want to just kind of like give you a download on what each of them are. So do you want to maybe jump in and start uh, just giving them a little bit of distinction with the, with the growing up work? Sure. Well, let, let's kind of create the distinction here. So this terminology, at least to the, to the best of my knowledge, is coined by Ken Wilber. If you haven't read his work, that's because it's super dense. <laughs> I was going to say good luck <laughs> Yeah, because it's super dense. Most of you guys will, you know, Ken, Ken Wilber is like 30 hours of, um, intense learning. It'll be, I always say it's, it'll be a sad day when Ken Wilber passes away because he's got a, a beautiful mind and experience in, in this realm. Um, and if you're interested, he's got a great book called uh, religions of tomorrow. That'll take you three years to read. So, <laughs> so the, the terminology is, yeah, the third the terminology is coined by him, um, as far as I know. But you know, kind of the way that I see it is that if you're doing the growing up work, it, it's really where most of the personal and in development industry lies today. Which is, um, 
it's kind of like insight-based psychology, right? It's like giving you a, a basal understanding of communication patterns, uh, neurological patterns, um, human tendencies, stuff like that. And so through all these different insights that they give and paradigms that they give, you start being able to pattern recognize much better. You understand kind of the way the identity came together, how it might be affecting your life, why you're responding in certain ways. So this is what we call like foundation, fundamental work. It's the difference between seeing life as happening to you and then really understanding that life is happening for you and kind of like earning this responsibility uh, over what's happening in your life in a way that people who just don't do that work usually don't come to terms with that they are responsible for what's happening in their life. And this often leads people to being able to take radical different actions in their life from how they speak to people in their lives to how they show up with their health, how they show up in their business, stuff like that. So clearly, right, for um, A-types, for people who are achievement-based, which is most of the Western world, if not all the Western world, um, you could see why this education has really proliferated over the last 40, 50, 60 years. And the more that the culture becomes, um, how do I want to say it's like when you're an entrepreneur, right? Like you're self-sustaining, like you gotta, you gotta grow. You're not an employee. No one's telling you what to do. You can't sit on your ass. You got to find motivation. So again, like all this education is going to really lend itself to you and seem like a really good access point. And it is. And, and Elon and I spent 15 years plus, uh, deep, deep, deep in that work entrenched in it and training tens of thousands of people, um, on how to leverage those tools in order to make massive impacts in their life. Okay. The reason we've transitioned and more so over the last year in our business, but in our personal life, the last four or five years, we transitioned because what we saw is for people who are, are fundamentally focused just on growing up work. And at the time we didn't even know, like I was reading Ken Wilber's work, all that awakening stuff sounded really good to me, but I had no access to it. He talks about a pancake falling on your head a lot. I didn't understand where this pancake comes from, why there would be a pancake. <laughs> what, or, or what toppings come on it. Like what toppings come on it, whether IHOP was involved with awakening mm-hmm. now. Like I had no, no idea, but he talks about this pancake. And then it's funny, and I'll talk more about this, you know, like I want to talk about curiosity and like what curiosity does. And then actually having curiosity as a state of being. So we'll come back to that, but to kind of finish this distinction for you guys is like the awakening work is what we have found now was really fundamentally missing with the growing up work. Okay. And, and the frustration there for a lot of people doing growing up work is that overall, yes, you're increasing your awareness. Yes. You're learning about your psychology. Yes. You're learning how to identify your identity, so to speak. However, if you notice, there's like, there's the kind of just like what's happening down here in the body that we don't control. And then there's the kind of the mind over here that's assessing and judging and trying to control everything. And so personal development, while it makes you aware of this area, what it tends to do is it makes you aware that you're, you kind of have this management system and then it, it attempts to make you a better manager of that system. But what we find is that the management never stops. And so it's very labor and energetic intensive to constantly be aware of, oh my God, this is happening. Let me manage that. Okay, no, I got to change my story. Got to use insight. Let me grab that tool and this kind of stuff. And so we honestly just got to a point of frustration with the work. Not that it doesn't work, but our frustration was that we had done 15 years of it, invested a million dollars of our own money 
tons of our time, obviously. Um, and when push came to shove and certain things happened in our lives that created stress or overwhelm or anxiety, we found ourselves back in old patterns. And you would think after investing that much time and money and so on and so forth, that it's like those patterns would have like dissolved, so to speak. And so they're, they're sort of building this frustration in our system, kind of a little bit under the surface for ourselves, but also kind of a little bit of honestly dismay for our clients, knowing that it's rare to find people that invest their livelihoods in the development of themselves. Some people are kind of like fly by night, you know, they'll do like a weekend intensive or a week intensive, but they're not going to put in the amount of time that Elon and I have done in order to master this stuff in our lives. And so you think to yourself, well, okay, I'm teaching it, but they're never going to unbind this piece because this work doesn't provide that. So the last five years were really in an, uh, are seeking curiosity to see like, how do you create a bridge here? Or how do you start emphasizing other tools in order to not just be a better manager and have more insights or change paradigms, but like genuinely reintegrate and resolve past trauma in your life? Like, how do you just resolve it? And so that kind of lent us into some other paths here that we call the awakening work. And do you want to talk about it? Um, yeah, let me, let me just we're... say a couple, yeah. couple more things here. Um, so when we're talking about growing up work, uh, I'm going to put into that bucket, right? Like any work that uh, a lot of the work that we did was like ontological work. So it's like the effect of language on human beings, uh, anything with NLP, anything having to do with how the brain functions, how you function and understanding of things like understanding why you operate the way you operate, uh, understanding why you get angry, uh, when it was created, how it was created, why you go into these patterns over and over. All of that work we're going to put under the umbrella of growing up, right? Like that, the reframe, the NLP, all of that language, the thing that's been around since the 1970s, basically. And like people have been chopping up in their own way. Like that's all growing up work. And I just want to say that one of the things guy was pointing to this frustration and we, we had gained a, a very high level of mastery in the world of growing up. Right. Like, and we can, we can guide people through practices that created incredible results for people the frustration really lies in the fact that, you know, when, when you first start with growing up work and I kind of, I share this in another video, but these three phases of transformation, when you start, most people start in the growing up work, right? Like someone will hand you a book or you'll attend a seminar or something like that. And when you first discover something like that, there's a voice inside your head, it is the most mind-blowing experience to start to look at your life through that lens. When you realize things like you have uh, made up perceptions or stories about how reality and people are that you can just disintegrate in a moment and like rebuild it and start to see the world newly, it is mind-blowing. When you realize that not everyone's doing something to you, but that you're the cause of your own life and reality, as painful as that might be, now you actually have some sort of say and power in the situation. Like that is mind blowing stuff. Truly. 
there is what happens though, and, and this is kind of where we shifted into the waking up work is because when you start that, you go on this like really high trajectory of growth. It's like every book you touch is just mind expansive. Every experience you have is mind expansive. Your your life starts to shift very quickly. You grow very quickly. It impacts your relationships, your health, your business, et cetera. It's amazing. And then you get to this point where everything kind of starts to taper off. And by taper off, I mean, it's like everything starts to sound the same. All the, the books start to sound the same, the videos, the seminars, the coaches, like everyone's telling you the same thing. And even though, you know, people say it's slightly different, you, you kind of start to hear it as like, oh, yeah, it's like that other thing that I know. Oh, yeah, it's like that other thing that I know. And the law of diminishing returns really starts to take hold. And where you had this like amazing growth in the beginning, it just kind of starts to like taper off. You plateau a bit. And what we started to notice is that people went one of two ways. They either went into this place of like, Oh fuck, nothing that I did mattered. Cause here I am back in the same exact situation, right? Like I invested all this time. I invested all this money. Everything was bullshit. Like I'm still struggling with the same thing. And they went down. Like it was just a slippery slope of down or, or, they shifted into, and this is kind of like between phase two and phase three, they shifted into more of the waking up work and the energetics and the things like that, which we're going to talk about in a second. And so when Guy and I made that switch, we were like, oh my God, this is, this is the greatest thing ever. Like everyone should learn this because no one was teaching us. This stuff is written in books and people point to it like the Buddha and Zen Buddhism and like all these things. And, but no one was guiding people through the experience of, or very few, I should say, guiding people into the experience of awareness practice and presence practice and things like that. And so we were like, okay, let's do that. And, and what we're starting to realize now is that we, the pendulum swung too far in, in a direction, quote unquote. And what we're realizing is that different people at different parts of their journey, like certain people, you know what, you still need that growing up foundational work. And I, and I shared this uh, image that I got the other day. It's like the growing up work is the foundation. It's the stuff that you, you basically, if you're building a house, this is like where you're prepping the dirt, you know, like you're laying the cement deep in the ground, you're anchoring all of these things, like you're building a really, really solid foundation with the growing up work. Because unless you have things like personal responsibility, it's not happening to me, it's happening for me, all the other stuff won't make sense, right? Unless you have the ability to, to uh, shift and reframe and do all of these things, like a lot of the other stuff becomes a lot harder because you're foundation is shaky. It's like, like difference between building a house on mud and building a house on like cement, the waking up work, which we're going to talk about here in a second. It's, it's the framing of the house right now. Like the cement is down. Now you build this beautiful frame, you're building the walls from the outside, etc. And then once you have both of those, you can design the inside of the house, however you see fit And this house is built to last. So what we're now uh, looking at inside of Satori prime is we want to offer both pillars. 
Hmm. So kind of wherever you are on your journey at this exact moment, and we'll, we'll talk to you about how you can even have a conversation with one of our coaches and, and people from our team to figure out, you know, what is it that would really serve me best right now? Maybe like strengthening your growing up muscle right now would give you a way bigger bang for your buck in both a monetary and time investment than diving into some waking up work. Cause maybe you're just, you need a little bit of that strengthening to, of the foundation to, to get into that world. Or maybe you've done so much growing up work. And the reason you're so frustrated is because you keep building this foundation and building this foundation and building this foundation, but there's no walls to build this house around. And you're like, just like, Oh my God, I'm not getting anywhere. There's nothing built. I'm still looking at the same freaking foundation, you know? So wherever you are, I want you to just listen to like, one is not right. One is not wrong. One is not better. One is not worse. It's like, again, using the house analogy, if I was like, do you want a foundation or do you want walls? It'd be like, I have to have both, right? Actually, like, actually, what the waking up work is like, do you want walls that you can just disintegrate into the multi-dimensional field? <laughs> yeah. Do you want walls that can shift and move into whatever it is you want at any given yeah. moment in time? Yes. Do you want walls that you didn't even know walls can come in. Exactly. Uh, but what I want to say here is that, like, you know, really where the power is, is in, is in the bridging of the two, yes, right? Exactly. Because you, you can squarely focus on one or the other. And so we have seen um, men, women who are really awoken and their gifts are being expressed. Uh, you know, John of God is an example and, and other other beings like that. And yet then we find them doing very out of integrous things. You see this in the shamanic world a lot stuff like that. And so what's missing in, for that individual, for that system is actually the growing up work because right. the growing up work is where responsibility, integrity, you know, these really seemingly fundamental things that morally speaking, yes, people talk about in society all the time, but very few people actually know how to live their life from that principle of like holding a super high level of integrity. You know, like all the years Elon and I spent um, doing that training was like, it was all about integrity training. It was like, how much integrity could you live your life with to the point where it's like, <laughs> you know, these days it's hard for us to, to imagine operating outside of that realm because it's so ingrained in who we've become just from the habit of constantly, you know, like calling yourself out on it and then coming back into integrity and then doing that work over and over again. And there's still times, don't get me wrong. It's still out of integrity still, but I'm, I had the awareness to put it back in. So you know, we are very excited and probably honestly about the delivering the waking up work today, the transmissions, the taking people to alternate states of consciousness, um, giving people the pointers and the energetic fields, understanding subtle body energetics, all these kind of stuff that we're telling you right now uh, at the, the level of profundity in terms of people's ability to heal and transform their lives. There's nothing like it. But what we are finding is like for some people, like Elon said, they go through the experience and then you, you can hear it in their questions. Yes. Where there, there's a struggle. It's like, they're getting the tools. Stuff is really coming off, but it's like, there's almost like a, it's like they're missing an anchor. The stability is not there. And so there's like a, a wavering, you know, like almost like a kite flying in the wind. There's a lot of movement, but you want like more earth quality that kind of stabilizes it down. And the funny part is about growing up work. So waking up work has been around for thousands of years. Uh, you know, wisdom practices. This is the yogi in the mountain type of training, right? The yogi in the mountain um, for like 40 years. 
But the, the growing up work is, is really at the advent of the 20th century with psychology. Like that's where that path began up until then it was not even, it, we did not like humans, spiritual practice did not even recognize that there was another path that needed to happen. So even if you guys know like Buddhism and the turnings of the wheel, right. And I think there's been five, don't, you know, correct me if I'm wrong. It might be, um, now we're on to the sixth turning of the wheel and the sixth turning of the wheel in my, my understanding is the fact that they are now integrating growing up work into that because it's been missing for all this time. So we are starting to see ourselves as not just the, um, provocateurs of the awakening work, but yeah, thank you. Thank you. I feel very French, but, um, but I, but really like, how do we create a balance between these two incredible educational systems and also start really identifying for certain people like, Hey, look, if anybody wants to come do the awakening work, we say, come get a big old gulp of that glass of milk, you know, and, and see how you feel <laughs> like it, it ain't going to do you wrong. Right. It, it's just not like, cause understanding how to move out of the conditioned mind. Stick with me here. Like literally unmerge yourself from your conditioned mind. Look down at your system, energetically be in tuned and learn how to create alignment in your system is not going to cause damage for anybody. Like you can, yeah, you can, exactly. only, you can, you can only get a positive trajectory from there. However, there's like a shakiness that comes with it. And then like, if the program runs, right in the mind and it's like, fuck what's going on. And you don't have that foundation. That's like, Oh shit, I can shift this. Right. That can be a little bit jarring for somebody. And that would be a really good person to go back and, and start learning some more of the foundational stuff. So like Elon said, like we're in this process right now of, of reintegrating some of the work that we've done for 15 years, starting to bring that through, make that available for people. Um, and also for those of you guys who've been following us the last year or so, uh, really giving access to some of these higher states through the transmission uh, and subtle energetics work. And, and we had a conversation about it this week and it just really excited us. And we had, we had contemplated it before, but the more, the more work we've done now with individuals and we start seeing, okay, there is a gap there. It would fill it in. We're looking at how do we take people through an ascension path that really works for everybody. And that, that is becoming the most important thing to us. Correct. And so one thing that I really want to make another distinction between the two is, and this is where I think people, you can just kind of find yourself where you're at. Um, growing up work is a lot more in the understanding, right? It's, it's getting answers to why, how, when, what. So if you're asking yourself those kind of questions, like, how do I fix this? How do I stop that? Uh, what was the reason that I get, I, I shift into anger all the time. Like if you're asking those kind of questions, first of all, those questions only come from the mind, right? Cause the mind wants to understand all the time. And if it doesn't understand something, goes into a little bit of a tizzy. Um, so that's, that's a yeah. lot in the growing up work. And one of the biggest things that we see time and time again, when people shift from that model into the waking up world, the waking up world has 
no like in fact if you try to understand waking up work you basically are not doing waking up work you're like yeah. slowing down the process of waking up work you can't effort. Really, can, can effort it it's funny yeah. you can effort growing up work and get a lot can, more absolutely and you can effort waking up work and get a lot less from it it's so uh, it's this really interesting paradigm yeah i had a really funny analogy um pop out in my head the other day which is like if you were driving a car and for whatever reason this was the the vision so just go with it an alien was sitting in the in the seat with you someone who's never been on earth right and every step like you would start driving because you were trying to get to this place right you wanted to take this alien to this place but every two seconds he'd be like what's this no 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 stop i want to see this right and you're like that's a tree what's this that's a rock what's this that's grass what's this you would never get there by the way I live, with, I live with that alien and his name is Jaden. <laughs> my, so, my two my two-year-old every two seconds is like what's this it sounds like a cartoon character it's like what's this and what is this so you can start to see how like if if every step of the way the mind stops to go Tell me what this is. Why are we doing this? Where is this coming from? What's how is this going to affect this? Why are we doing this? Are we supposed to feel this? Are we feeling the right thing? Should we not feel this thing? And it just goes like you, you're you're stopping that process. And so shifting from a world of understanding and wanting to acquire more information. Growing up into a world of experiencing. And I mean, like, just simply experiencing whatever the experience is, that's what's the experiencing. Right. And that I can even speak for me as someone who is very linear thinking, very like always looking for the answer. It was a challenge. It was a challenge. And I see it with clients like it's a challenge to turn off or at least put a pause button on that system to allow yourself to fully experiencing things. But the waking up work really isn't just experiencing because we're remembering like, you know how to do all this stuff intuitively. That's the beauty of the waking up work. It's like, it's all in there. Your natural intelligence got to work. When guy and I are like, move your awareness here, shift this, do that. I always say at our events or in our coaching programs, I'm like, did I tell any of you how to do that? I just said, move your awareness here. I didn't say do this with your awareness, tell your awareness to do this, follow this formula. Then, and everyone knows how to do it. I've never met one person that doesn't know how to do it. So there's less of a understanding and learning and more of a pointing and experiencing. And this is where I want to kind of take the conversation because like the beauty is that when you can do both, both of these pillars of personal development, the results that you can produce in your life, not only for yourself. I mean, I, I, I got a message from one of our clients today and he was saying how like, a friend of his reached out to him who had just lost someone and this friend like never reaches out to him. Like he was like, that was amazing that she just reached out to me out of nowhere. And then he just sat with her in this present state that he's been practicing. 
And she was like, she felt so much better. And he's like, I didn't do anything. I didn't walk her through some process. I didn't explain anything to her. I didn't. And I was like, and he goes, I, I know you guys talk about how this work impacts those around us without us having to like consciously do anything. Growing up work is a lot of like, go have this conversation, ask them this question, apologize for this, clear that, you know, tell them that, all that stuff. Very valuable. Mm-hmm. Very action and very valuable. And then this, when married with all the responsibility and the understanding and all that stuff, like it just starts to happen. And and you almost sit back and, and watch as this is unfolding. And it really, I mean, from our experience and again, and, and the experience of our clients, I can tell you it is such a gift to not have to be in a situation where you have to recall certain things that you may have wrote in a journal from the seminar to be like, Oh, wait, when my son does this and I get triggered, like, what was that thing? Okay. Now I have to sit here and I have to breathe and I have to ask him this question and ask myself these questions and sit down and write these four things. And like, you know, in the heat of the moment, it's very difficult to do that kind of stuff. Whereas the waking up work with all that stuff just happens. It just bounces the system. I mean, like to me, it's like the the mind is like the nanny of the ship, right? There's like a ship moving, and the mind's like, Ooh. like you said, it's just it's it's on the lookout. And what it's really it's worried. You know, people are worried, right? And yeah. they're they're trying to manage their expectations. They're trying to manage safety. They want to feel like in control. I've been saying this a lot recently. I said I I read these studies, and the number one thing that people believe leads to joy and satisfaction. Not that they think about this like intuitively, but is like how much they in control they feel. And look everywhere in society where we put bumpers on things or we have exit plans or blah, 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 blah. It's like, Hey, this sense of you're safe, right? You wear masks, like all this kind of stuff. Right. And so the mind, while it has programs that it can run to attempt to try to create safety, just does not create safety for the body. Because the programs it's running are like outdated hardware and software that it figured out when it was, you were two, three, four, five, six, seven years old in moments of trauma and upset. And you made some decision and then you started running a strategy and that strategy became a pattern. And that's just what your mind automatically knee jerk does every single time you're in those situations where there's a, that anxiety or fear or overwhelm or whatever shows up in your life. And it's not going to stop. <laughs> You know, so like in the moments, so in the moments where you're like, you're feeling grounded, it's amazing to apply personal development work because you're going to find it taking you like, you know, when you can finally realize, okay, I can shift that conversation with my dad or my mom, something that hasn't moved forever. Try to shift that conversation in the middle of the argument. Try Or, or with anybody when you're in a heated discussion, heated debate, heated opinions, you don't have to go far, go on your Facebook profile page, looking through a few comment boxes, try to get those two people to get amicable with each other when that shit is going down. So it's like, okay, well, what does it take then to ground the system, actually have the body feel safe so that the mind no longer has to run these rabid, crazy ass programs and protocols that it developed when you were an upset child. And that, and that is really how you fundamentally can shift everything in your life. Because now you have the work that allows you to go through things, bang it out and get success if that's what you want to do. And you can also 
always operate from that space from a grounded place instead of trying to do those things to get you grounded, which doesn't work, yeah. by the way. It does not it work. Does not. Yeah. So um, I think that's a pretty good overview. And I, and I, and I, and I think those are, are, are two pillars that, that really require more attention from more people. There's a lot of good books out there that explain the neurology or the biology of getting the, the nervous system to a parasympathetic state, which is what, you know, met, like meditative and these alternate mind practices can help this body do. And then there's the multidimensional stuff way beyond that, that most people have no freaking awareness of outside of when they take psychedelics. Um, but if you really are looking to get yourself like almost like hit the reset button on your nervous system, really start untangling the web, you want to do the waking up work. It, uh, and then if you, if you're really good at the personal development work, you're going to fly when you touch the waking up work. Right. But if you haven't done the mindset development piece, and maybe you've spent a lot of time in shamanic circles, you may want to, may want to ground that system just a little bit. But I think like, you know, we're at a place where we can discuss with you openly, if you're willing to share with us what's going on in your life and really give you guidance about what's going to give you the most value um, right now. I think what, what we are most likely going to do, and Elon, you can correct me if I'm wrong, is even for those of you guys that want to do the personal development path, so to speak, the growing up work, so to speak, we are going to give you free tickets to our two-day intensives um, in order to taste the waking up work as well. So you can get a big gulp of that big old glass of milk, like I said, and see how that starts working for you as you integrate both and actually creating the bridge. And that's what we are really starting to see our company is, is as the bridge that connects these two pillars, these two worlds and this two, the two types of work. Yeah. So just to, to put a bow on this, like if you want to know how, or if you want to know where you're at on your journey, right. And you want some guidance and you're like, okay, do I really want to strengthen my growing up muscle? Am I ready for the waking up work? Like, where am I at? Um, Guy's gonna drop here on the screen for those that are watching. Uh, but bro, what? Uh, where should I go to book a call with? Uh, I'm gonna call Satori.com. So you're gonna go to call Satori.com, and that will lead you to a page where you can actually book uh, a free session with one of our coaches and just give them some information, and they will guide you. They'll say, you know what? Like it sounds like this is what would serve you right now at your highest. And then they'll guide you to whatever, whether it's free things that we have, whether you're ready for one of our coaching programs, whatever it is. But what we are about to do is we're about to launch because we have our emotional intelligence mastery program, which is what we've been doing basically for the last, like, I want to say maybe nine months at this point like that, we've, that we've done that. Um, and that is really the waking up work. Um, and we're also relaunching, which is a program that we had, um, a mindset masterclass, right? What did we call it? The mindset, mindset mastery, mindset mastery. Sorry. Um, and that's going to be your growing up work. And we have, you know, like I said, like those that will join that, if you want a taste of the, the awakened process, you get a free ticket to the two day live event. When you join, like there's all sorts of cool things, but again, like you might not know what would serve you best. So if you go to call Satori, you can book that free call. We'll see where you're at in life and then they'll guide you. So it's a really, really awesome option. And if you've done some of the waking up work with us and you want to do that again, just have a conversation with, uh, with our team and they'll happily guide you. Um, we're excited to bring this out 
and share this. I think it will make the experience for a lot of people of working with Satori Prime a lot more whole and complete. And um, it's something that we just recently started tuning into. And yeah, if you have any questions whatsoever, again, book that call, reach out to our team. They'll be more than happy to answer your questions and guide you. Um, I hope you listen to this and uh, are having a beautiful day. If there's anything that we can do to support you on your journey, please do not hesitate to ask. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. And uh, yeah, that's it. See you next time. Bye, guys. Have an amazing day, guys. Thank you, dear one, for choosing to share a bit of your day with us. We value you greatly. And as a way to give back and help you to deepen these practices, we want to invite you to join our incredible community on Facebook. You can do so easily by going to joinoldsouls.com and ask for an invite. This is our private community where old souls and seekers are able to grow and share their journey with others. We hold exclusive weekly live streams, we answer your personal questions, and offer valuable insights that we won't be able to share here on the podcast. So again, just head to joinoldsouls.com and grab your invite today. And as always, if you enjoy this podcast, please head to iTunes and leave us a review. It's the only way other people can find this show. So if it's making a difference in your life, please share the love. Until we meet again, have an amazing week, dear one.